Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. We're always driving to dance lessons. So we signed up for Know Your Drive. We save money and get closer to her dancing dreams. The daring young man on the flying trapeze. Or maybe her singing dreams. Sign up for Know Your Drive and save up to 20%. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. Discount terms apply. Visit amfam.com slash knowyourdrive for details. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. In sprint car racing, there are some amazing people and amazing efforts. And I love when this community comes together. Uh, When somebody is in need or a sprint car community is in need, Aaron, we've seen it time after time after time again, the sprint car community rallies around. It's it's a family more so than a community. It really is. And, you know, I feel like all of motorsports is that way, but the sprint car community especially. Uh, And I tell people going back to when I came and tried stock cars for a few years. Went back and raced the World of Outlaws, and I felt like I was I was home. You know, people, it, it, there's just, I don't know if it's because of the lifestyle, the amount of travel, the amount of time, whatever it is, there's just, to me, something different about the sprint car world that makes it special, and you feel like you're always surrounded by people who truly care. I wonder if it's the gypsy lifestyle. And even though, even, to- though, even though some are Outlaws and some are Posse and some are All-Stars and some are California— yeah. They all kind of touch each other. We all get Knoxville in August, except for this year. Yeah. But, I, but I wonder if it's that gypsy lifestyle that maybe we don't even do it together, but we respect and understand it. I think that's definitely part of it. Well, some of it is you you do travel with these people. And when I say travel, it's not like you're flying in and out of these races. You're yeah. stopping at a rest area. You bump into them. You're staying at some nasty hotel. You bump into them. <laughs> but I also think, um, and this is just my personal opinion, on a sprint car, in the sprint car world, there's a level of passion that you really find there. Like, most people don't come to sprint car racing because they're like, hey, I'm going to make a lot of money doing this. Right, yeah, that's, that's not That's the, not yeah. what you do. You know, you go because you've fallen in love with the sport and you're there because you want to be a part of it. Yeah, I think that that's a very good point, that that passion for it, for sure. One of the single most passionate individuals mm-hmm. is Rico Abram. And one of the single most amazing elements is when uh, the California fires hit a few weeks ago, the outpouring uh, Rico kind of led the communication if you will because it was in his backyard literally uh, quite literally um but i just it, it amazes me how the community sticks together so uh and and enrico with a lot of charity initiatives mm-hmm. i mean this 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 guy has a heart of gold absolutely his whole family his whole family does yep. yeah absolutely and so we're going to talk to rico about that we're going to talk a little racing we're going to have all kinds of fun Oh, love when we get to dial up Rico. That's right. Let's do it. Before we do that, speaking of racing, speaking of passion, how about Danny Dietrich up in Pennsylvania? 
It is the fabulous Lincoln Speedway, the final night of the season, or the first night of the icebreaker countdown, as it's known. <laughs> and uh, Danny Dietrich from third to first with Tyler Ross and Bradley Howard in between was on Flow Racing. Here's Wayne Harper with the call. And now for the Dry Dean Death-Defying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. There are your three leaders down the back stretch into three and four. Howard's still your leader. Dietrich has moved into second as he gets past Ross, and he will challenge for the race lead. Danny Dietrich, your new race leader. That death-defying move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Death, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydeen.com for more information. Power isn't born, it's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Wing Nation, presented by Drydeen, by DRF Racing, and by Hercules Tires, rolls along. We're in the Hercules Tire Studios. Uh, as we talked about during the break, our guest for today, get a chance to catch up with a buddy from out in California, Rico Abreu is on the line. Hello, Rico. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Yeah, guys, how are you? We are doing well. Um, how are you? How are things in, in your world? I know it's been a crazy last six weeks or so. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, it's, uh... It's been crazy at home, but everything's, uh, everything's starting back to normal, and uh, we're all safe and all here. Hmm. Rico, when all that was going on with the fires, you posted some incredible videos with the tanks coming in to, to, to your property, uh, closeness to the fire. The fire, like, what was? Uh, just try to for us that don't haven't experienced. What was that like? I mean, it looked like. Some really, really intense times, and it looks like you were right there in the middle of it, doing all you could to help. Yeah, uh, it, it was uh, it was it was it's scary at times. Um, there's so many emotions. We were um, on Sunday. I don't know. I've lost track of so many days, but <laughs> on Sunday before the fire started, um, I was always I was already kind of scheduled to come home and. Um, I, I came home, uh, right as the fire was burning through the backside of uh, a couple of our ranches. So we were there to, um, they evacuated our town. They evacuated this, um, Calistoga, all the areas kind of where the fire was burning. And they were, um, we stayed and, uh, we stayed to save our ranch because, um, the fire was so spread out through the Napa Valley that, it was hard for fire crews to um, to get there. 
and to be at all these different homes or wineries or um, barns. And so we have a bunch of livestock on our property. So we uh, really put a bunch of effort into saving our livestock barns. And yeah, it was, um, it, uh, it got really intense. Um, it got really scary. You really um, can test yourself on, um, you know, seeing where you're at as a person. I think when, you're in life at any moments like that and not not so much um, being able to uh, just understand kind of what's going on and how dangerous it really is um, and knowing that, okay, it is time to go now that, um, you know, the, the fire got so so threatening that it was you were going to lose your barn or your house, um, you know, and there, if there's no one there to help you, then it becomes a lot more difficult to try to save those structures. What type of systems, mechanism, ways can you defend against that fire? So we're, um, we're really lucky because, uh, you know, my father's um, in the vineyard management business where he manages um, people's branches for them to mm-hmm. farm their grapes for them. And um, so his whole business model or his whole structure is, um, you know, having extraordinary amounts of water um, in big tanks on your ranches to irrigate your vineyard during times like droughts and um, when there's, you know, when they, if they ever started regulating water. Um, So we have a lot of water on our property um, with with hookups um, inside the vineyard um, next to the barns and basically like fire hydrants. Um, They're big, like two inch water lines that, can hold a lot of pressure and then you put the water tanks on top of the hill so then you can gravity fed it so if your power's out your well doesn't have to pump water through your tanks and these are like hundred thousand gallon water tanks um so it's um we were very lucky to have uh basically an unlimited amount of supply of water at the times of the fires and then any fire engines that came you can just hook right up to their truck and then they can um nurse out of their trucks because the fire trucks only hold about 400 gallons of water and that's not a lot um, when you're fighting a fire really um so it's uh you know we my brother and i and my family have really learned a lot through this experience and um and just being able to uh defend our ranch just because it's hard for people to, to be there and help wow that's fascinating did you did you guys lose a lot? Of, you know, it's hard to tell of us on the East Coast. You try to follow along, and it looked like, you know, obviously you're safe and sound, but were you able to, to keep everything safe, or did you lose some things? Um, yeah, so some is, some is gone. Um, we had a, uh, a ranch on the east side of our valley that um, when the fire was burning on the west side and the east side at the same time, it was hard to be in two places at once, so everyone kind of put their effort into um, the ranch on the west side with the go-kart track and the livestock. Mm -hmm. And we had um, a couple homes, but not my home or my father's home, but my brother's home. And there wasn't anyone there to um, save it. So we lost those homes, um, but the vineyard land is okay. The forest land is like all gone. It's the news makes it sound way, way worse. It is, um, it is a very scary look around here, and there was a lot of homes and wineries lost. Um, but we, 
were um, we were okay with our personal homes, and um, this one ranch was really affected. Wow! So, so there's forest land and there's winery land, and it, it sounds like the, the the forest is what got a lot of it. In in your instance, and the wineries, uh, wineries were were somewhat saved. Yeah, some so some wineries um, obviously are gone sure. uh, due to the fires. More so, the wineries that kind of butted up to. Uh, the forest land or the hillside where the fire was burning um, in different areas. It burned a lot more aggressive um, where they couldn't really get in and save uh, the, these big wineries. Uh, and so they break. So they have like um, there's vineyard land. The vineyard land's really hard for it to burn where the vineyard is because it's, it's just dirt and grapevines and there's not much really fuel we call it to burn like underneath the trees um or the treetops or something so when it goes through the forest land and then it gets to a vineyard it kind of dies out um because there's really not much for it to burn inside the vineyard and then uh and then if it gets to a structure that was back into the winery or back into the forest land then that's where um you know they get really hard to defend wow fascinating learning a lot about the the wildfires Rico, I saw that after all you clean up and everything you guys have put together at, at the Madrona Ranch, I think, where it's like a harvest festival, a pumpkin patch. What has it been like in the community since things have started to return to normal? Yeah, it's been great. Um, I think people are really enjoying it. Uh, so my brother and my family have been working on a pumpkin patch for, since June. Uh, he planted all the pumpkins, 400, uh, 400 seeds, so it got... Do about I think you can do five or six pumpkins on plant, um, and then obviously a bunch of different varietals. But he uh, so he's throwing this pack, and everyone's been driving by and wondering what's going on there. And it's been really cool to see the community kind of get out of their homes and um, people that haven't quite got back to work yet uh, during the COVID stuff, and then the fires, and everyone's kind of coming back home now from evacuation. And it's been great to see the biggest thing is the kids running around and, and getting outside. And there's hay bale pyramids and animal zones where you can pet the goats. And then you can go out and pick your own pumpkin. You can find the one you like and pick it. And uh, so and it's all within walking distance of our town. So our town's never really had anything like that. So it's been really cool to um, see a lot of the positivity from the families. Um, that haven't had much to do, get out and, and just come relax, really. Uh, it, it's neat to hear you talk about community as in the town you live in. Uh, we started the show, Aaron, and I talked about community as far as the racing world we live in. And I remember a couple of years ago, we talked to Kyle Hurst when Paradise was lost. And we just sit here and just, like, you don't even know what to do. The the outreach, the reaction to your tweets from the from the racing community as a whole, Rico, as as we've all been pulling for you, as you've, you've had that fight going on, what, what has that been like knowing that we, we feel helpless, but at least our, our thoughts and prayers and, and good vibes are with you? It, it's been incredible. It's incredible just because it's, people really, I don't know if they actually realize the effect that they have on other people and you see so much positive so you, you see so much negativity in some parts of the world and then you see so much positivity um and so when i get when i see those messages and i read them 
and you're going through tough times like now, um, it, it really is uplifting. And then I can bring that all back to, you know, my, my family doesn't necessarily have a lot of social media accounts or a big following. So they can, they can see that and it's uplifting to them as well. So it's really cool. And, um, I just, I feel, um, I feel really loved. So it's a, it's a really cool feeling that you have. And, um, you know, I feel like these people, they have my back no matter what. And that's, that's a good feeling to have right now in this in this time of life we're living. Absolutely. You know, like Steve said, we talked about at the beginning of the show, the racing community, the support. I saw Mark Weber sent you a note. I saw messages for you from around the world, and I thought it was so neat. But that, that like you said, the, the racing community is special. I think of even the stuff that you're doing with dwarfism awareness and breast cancer awareness this month. You and Megan and all of your family really do a lot to help others as well. Yeah, and it's and it's all from the heart where it comes from. Um, it's and I I just feel like you have to spread that um, that love back, and um, you know you get so you get so much towards you, and you have to do something to give it back, or uh, you know, and it's and it and it has to do with um, the connection with people and fans uh, that really creates all that. Uh, you know, I have. Um, really been following like Dan McMahon's story and then a couple different little people that have been coming to the races and supporting me from, you know, years ago. And then you finally, um, you know, figure out a way you can do to give back to the community or give back to, um, you know, an organization that has done so well. So um, I think it's, it's really cool. Um, and, and I'm in a, a really unique position where I can do that. And, and really pushed it and used um, my fan base and my following uh, to, uh, you know, to an advantage of, of, of giving them, I could give more money to these organizations and, and do more with them, uh, you know, when you have such a, big, a bigger following like that. Rico, the, the, the dwarf community, the little people that come to the racetrack, um, it's, it, it's amazing to me the connection and – uh, do you do you do you sense the hope or the the do you sense the hope that you can provide to to people that 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 live their life as you have lived yours? Yeah, I mean, I I think the biggest thing is is I've I've seen a difference. I just uh, now you just have to be consistent with it, and yeah. you have to um, make the you know. Uh, I, my whole ultimate goal is to make these people feel comfortable. You know, no matter if it's if it's someone with a, a special need or anything, is 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 make them feel comfortable to any circumstance they're approaching. Really, and I think I was in that position one day where I didn't feel comfortable. So then you don't do it, and you you potentially miss out on a, on an extremely important opportunity for yourself. Um, you know, and then I found. And, and I found racing and the positivity that racing brought to my life where I was able to do something I, I truly loved. And then, you know, so I want, I want to push that towards people. And, um, you know, the, the little people of, um, in America or in the world that have, um, you know, been become fans of racing because of me, I think it's really cool and unique that, you know, that it's important for them to understand that, they could go do whatever they want, whenever they want. So I don't want people to feel like, um, 
you know, they're limited to the things they can do, really, because of their size or their need. Or uh, I have a really good friend with Down syndrome, and um, he spent the week the weekend with me, and, and like I just like he wanted to drink a beer, he got to drink a beer. He was able to do these things, and he can ride a motorcycle. And you see this in people, and that's what really brings the light out of people. I think is is them able to doing the things they want to do in a positive aspect more so. Well, we just, I mean, it almost leave me speechless, but I love what you're doing. And like you said, it doesn't apply necessarily to just little people. You're doing stuff for breast cancer. You're helping with Down syndrome. It applies across the board. You know, there's people that are suffer from anxiety, all different things. So what you're doing is inspiring for, for everyone. You know, Rico, get, I, oh, go ahead. I play it. That's, and I think that's the, the difference between um, me and some other people is that I actually, I truly enjoyed getting to do it. So it's, it's what keeps me fueled up. That's awesome. And, and speaking of fueled up, you actually got to get back in, in the car. Was it last weekend at Ocean Speedway? You know, we haven't yeah. talked much about racing, but 2020's obviously been crazy. But just talk about actual the racing you've done. It's uh, it's my I've had a little bit of success this year. Um, a lot of good consistency through um, some months, and then um, some months we kind of got outside of our box and struggled a little bit and I felt like there were some big races. We had a shot at winning these this year, um, and a lot closer than I've been in the past. So uh I you know, I, I got two more races coming up and I'm just I'm just enjoying it. I got a good team that's helping me. Um, you know, Zach and David Robinson and there's so many people outside of um you know, my, that are at the races with me, uh, that helped me. So it's, it's really cool to have success and some of their knowledge be a part of our team. And, um, it's, you know, I've had a lot of fun racing this year. It's been a lot of work, uh, but I've, I've truly enjoyed it. How challenging has it been with schedules changing every day? It seems like, and races on and races <laughs> off and, 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 and a big part of what you do is Rico's van and fans not allowed early on and fans there. How big of a challenge has the logistics of it been this year for you and your guys to pull this all together? Yeah, it was, um, in the beginning of the year, um, you know, a lot of the travel was, you know, changing, uh, you know, and I try to get ahead of that stuff, but it's hard to not knowing, um, you know, where you're going to be racing. And then we're all, you know, racers. So we, you know, they change the track and it could be five hours away and, you know, you're changing direction and driving south five hours. You know? So, um, you know, we just know, we just all love to race and it will do whatever it takes. Rico, you mentioned you had a few more races this year, but looking to 2021, which gosh knows, no one's, we have no idea what that may look like. But have you put thought into what you will you keep with the type of schedule you originally started with this year, kind of like a true outlaw, or have you put much thought into twenty twenty one? Yeah, I think um, I, I'm going to keep uh, kind of this true outlaw uh, you know, schedule the same, uh, and go to races that pay good, and and then go to races where you have uh, an incredible fan base at certain tracks and keep supporting it like the Jacksonville, Illinois and keep supporting those little places. Uh, I think that's really important for sprint car racing. I feel like sprint car racing um, has so much heat behind it right now, just with how cool, um, you know, I feel like the TV stuff has really taken off. Uh, and then 
people not being able to limited races where it's 2021 is going to be a really cool year for um, everyone in the sprint car industry. And, and, and I feel like there's so much potential left in sprint car racing with um, getting some national television coverage. And, uh, you know, the, the racing is so exciting to me. And it's quick. You're in and out within a couple hours. And you're, you know, you're on to the next track. So uh, that's why I love sprint car racing so much. Uh, and it's everyone's. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a definitely a really competitive industry, and there's a lot of race cars, and there's a lot of people wanting to race, and there's a lot of fans, you know, getting to these tracks here at the end of the year that are um, that haven't been able to. Rico, you have uh, we have you you have been very aggressive with your merchandising, with your marketing. There's even a Twitter account for Rico's Van. Uh, everyone wants to know where Rico's Van is coming to the racetrack. Um, the thought behind that, the process behind that, just just the energy you put into that and, and, and how neat it is to, to go into a racetrack and see people wearing your T-shirts and hats. We've even got a, pres- a picture of our president, Chris Schwartz, with the Rico hat with the mullet on. He is the least mullet-like person on the planet. But what does that mean to you to, to, to feel that support? I, I know there's dollars and cents, but what's it like to feel that support? Yeah, it's really cool. And I think uh, the the biggest thing is allowing people to, um, you know, is the whole social media thing is is connecting with, with fans and people. Uh, so I, I want to make sure I get my personality out there so people can, um, you know, understand who I am when, at the races, I, I can't really sit there and hang out with everybody, you know, and I, then I don't go, you know, Knoxville is probably the only place where I'm, you know, I'm outside the racetrack and, and having a good time after the races, you know. So uh, I, I feel like I'm, I'm limited to the fan access, or the, or, and I, and I want to build that through social media where people can feel comfortable to approaching me. That's all, that's all it is for me is, is the is building that comfortability and people to want to come up and take a photo and and you know you're the you know if you can build new fans or introduce new fans to um you know the the sprint car industry then then that's a new fan that you know that's a new person that I have the opportunity to um you know have give them the opportunity to purchase something on our on our store or at the track or you know they they fall in love with this person and i have to make sure that you know i'm consistently that same person too outside the racetrack and at the racetrack but if they can't see me at, you know if, if it's if they can't see me at the track then then why can't i i build that relationship with them through the, the social media network yeah yeah no no doubt about it it's fascinating what we can do these days it really truly is uh you can of course go to a shop rico store uh and get and then proceeds again going to uh uh, there's the breast cancer shirt, and then there's the uh, dwarfism awareness month as well. I'm so signing. Continue. I'm signing all those shirts too. So oh. I need to get on there. Two for one. They'll, they'll get a dwarfism shirt signed from me, and and you know all the profits are going to um, a dwarfism awareness organization. Man, that is awesome. That is awesome. Final question for you: How's the mullet? Is it still? Yeah. Is it still flowing it's, and growing? Yeah, is it still doing all right? I have. I haven't cut it in about six months. So. <laughs> It's uh, I combed it this morning after the shower, and it's it's down past uh, my shoulder blades. So, I don't know what I'm gonna do here. That's all right. 
It's all right. It's I got probably you. the longest it's ever been. I'm I'm uh, I'm working you're, on the Rico starter. I'm yeah. working on the Rico starter kit here, so I'm uh, I'm yeah. not there yet, but I'm working on it because I, cause I I want my hair like Rico. So I, that's 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 my goal here. So it's all good. I see a lot of mullets out there. I mean, you have to race. I know. Trendsetter. It's, more than more than ever, I think. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It really We're changing times, Steve. Yep. No, we're working on it. We're working on it. One Don't get time. Ray involved in this. Don't place. get well. Wait a minute. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, just get him the hat. All just right? get just yeah. get Ray yeah. the hat. There you yeah, go. it can be a temporary. Yeah, yeah. Turn it on and turn it off whenever you want. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> Rico, always a pleasure to chat with you. Appreciate you sharing your 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 yeah, story thanks, with the Flares and your passion with the Sprint Cars. Thanks so much for the time today. Thank you. There we go. Rico Abreu joining us. I thought, Aaron, during that conversation with Rico about the community out there and doing things for other people and the kindness and the, and the hope that he gives to, to little people, the, I just look at Rico, and I think in our world, in our culture, in our times here, sitting here in October with the absolute cluster mess, I'll use that word, Yeah. that is social media, that is life as we know it, we need more Rico. Absolutely. I mean, it's just amazing. And, well, I think what really hit me is when he talked about doing all this, giving back, and he said, I do it because I love it. It is what gives me fuel. It was so genuine. You know, there's a lot of people that want to give back and do give back, and a lot of people have good hearts. But he is so, you could just hear it in his voice. It's real. Like, it, it, it makes him happy to do it. And we need more of that. Listening to him think about those kids uh, out there in his hometown with an upcoming visit to the pumpkin patch. Yeah. You think about a kid's perspective when the fires roll through and the hell that they have lived through. And yet, at some point over the next week or two, they're going to go run around a pumpkin patch and mm-hmm. pick pumpkins. And. There, there, there's a lot of teams, there's a lot of big things that people do, but sometimes there's a lot of little things that people do that will be night and day different, that, 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 that a child that is traumatized right now, yeah, a trip to the COVID, pumpkin. Yeah, fires, but, yeah exactly, because, yeah. oh, by the way, we've, had all, we've been locked they down. They haven't been in school. And yeah, they haven't been in school and everything on, like that. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's where the heart is, and I think at the top of the show we talked about Rico's big heart, and, 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 I, he, I, and I came across there. With, without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, just amazing. We are a uh, we are a better planet. We are a better country. We're a better world. We're a better sprint car community with Rico in it, and it's 100%. been phenomenal, amazing, absolutely amazing. So uh, appreciate Rico taking some time and and sharing all that is going on. And I uh, can't imagine it's quite the whirlwind, that's for sure. But it was good. Uh, I actually tuned into Flow Racing and watched the uh, the Johnny Key Classic at Ocean Speedway, and it was great to see Rico yeah. wheeling that car, knowing what the last month or six week has been like. You, you just know that getting back behind the wheel of that car and getting out there and, you know, Normalcy. hanging out with Fitz and, yep. you know, the, the Katings are there, all the buds are there, all the friends are there. That, 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 that had to be really cool. So great stuff for sure. Appreciate Rico taking some time. You know, the Ford F-150 is America's best-selling full-size pickup for good reason. It delivers an unsurpassed combination of power, capability, and efficiency. There's not a sprint car out there that it can't push, tow, pull, or haul. The F-150 offers best-in-class payload and up to 13,200 pounds of available towing thanks to its most advanced powertrain lineup ever, including a 3.0-liter Power Stroke Turbo Diesel V6. Ford F-150 built for tough. Stay with us. More Wing Nation in just a moment. 
power isn't born, it's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Wing Nation presented by Drydeen, DRF Racing, and by Hercules Tires. You know, hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders, well, that's what aggressive hydraulics is all about. For instance, listen to this list. Agriculture, construction, defense, emergency services, energy, food processing, forestry, marining, mining, railway, truck equipment, and the list goes on and on. It's absolutely amazing the number of industries aggressive hydraulics is involved with. And they design and manufacture mobile-style single-stage cylinders as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. They have a no-one-size-fits-all approach. Check out their story at AggressiveHydraulics.com. Yeah, I brought in a, a catalog a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I meant to ask Aaron if your she's test not memorized is, it. No, your yeah. test is yeah, exactly, yeah. coming up. That's, uh, I'm that's, prepping it. Boy, I'm telling you what, it's amazing to see the diversity <laughs> of their line. That is for sure. Uh, what is not amazing when it comes to diversity is the number of races we have coming up, Aaron. The list is getting smaller uh, and smaller. Sad time of year. Um, World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. We talked to Shane Stewart earlier this week, uh, Kokomo Speedway, this uh, Saturday night. Um, one of the things we have talked about was this point battle, and uh, if we don't pay attention too long, it's starting to sneak away a little bit. Brad's yeah. starting to get the upper hand on this thing. 62 up over Logan and 82 up over Donnie. Uh, Brad's gotten back on his high horse, it seems like, yeah. and he's rolling again. So Definitely consistent in those top fives. Yeah, yeah, because he was third on Friday night and second on yeah. Saturday night. And, boy, that's that, that you're not, you're not going to gain 62 points with only three races left mm-hmm. You're with, with Brad doing that. So we'll see what happens. But Dirt Vision going to have it there. Fast Sprints, they're on Atomic Speedway, the KC Classic, $6,700 to win on Saturday night. The Posse is at Baps Motor Speedway, and they're going to have fun with it. Lucas Oil ASCS. The National Tour, their season has concluded. We talked to Sam Hayfertip on Tuesday. Sooner Region in Longdale, Oklahoma at the racetrack there. Uh, my, my my plan this weekend is going to be at Fayetteville Speedway in North Carolina, the 305s. Uh, the Carolina Sprint Tour is going to be there. So I'm yeah. looking forward to hanging with some sprint car friends this weekend. Love those guys. Getting a lot of races in. I really, truly, um, this is really working out all right. Not, not great, uh, but it's working out. Uh, I'm going to uh, be awful close to 100 races this year when I get done with all the NASCAR stuff wow. and everything else. And that's kind of, uh, I've, I've been well over that most years, and I didn't think I would get it, but but I've been able to piece together with some Carolina Sprint Tour races, some local racing yeah. here. Um, last Friday night, I was lucky. Last Friday night, it's kind of like in, in race chasing terms, I caught a double because I was able to get the ARCA race done at Kansas Speedway and get up and, and get to and, Lakeside. And Lakeside. And that was just spectacular to catch up with my world. I haven't seen the World of Outlaws since Volusia. You, you've, been, you've been shut out all year. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, you don't want to. Oh, I don't want to talk <laughs> about it. Well, there you go. So, um, so, uh, but, so if there are races in your area, 
get to them because there are fewer and fewer mm-hmm. on the docket. That is for sure. Our friends at Plan B Sales was founded in 2010, started as a Lionel and Chase Authentics distributor. Now, AutoWorld, Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, University of Racing, huge inventory, partnerships with a lot of our sprint car friends like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and others. Use the promo code MRN for free shipping on orders over $20 www.planbsales.com. So with that, I think we're going to wrap it up. Now, coming up this weekend, uh, tonight, if you're listening to this on Thursday on Rev and Saturday on Mav, TK, Jim Katie. Always entertaining. Always entertaining. (laughs) I mentioned this on Tuesday. We talked about vodka. We talked about rum. And we talked about beer. And we talked about his son. And I said I was... Shocked. Uh, yes, exactly. And we talked about his son and uh, always a good visit with TK. So you want to check that out on our on our TV networks. Uh, you can uh, find out uh, all about Wing Nation Apparel at www.wingnation.com. There's an apparel link right there, wingnation.com. And you can follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, and on our YouTube page all weekend long as we continue the conversation that we wrap up here. So follow along with us as well there. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I, I love when I have a few sprint car races on the docket. And uh, the, the 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 sprint car community, it's funny because the these guys in this 305 world of Carolina, they've, they've kind of become friends. Yeah. In fact, there's three or four or five of them now that are Facebook friends. And you start to see their lives, and and they're they're, they're the ones that are not running motor coaches up and down. Yeah. The they're the ones that are trying to get kids to learn to go to school or not go to school, and and uh, have a rear end of a sprint car all across their garage on Friday night before a Saturday night race, and one of their buddies standing there drinking a beer while yeah. he's, while he's fixing it. So it's it's been fun getting to know these guys. So I love it uh, getting out this weekend. So get out to some sprint car races along the way. Good chatting with you. Hank. Good hanging out with you this yeah. week. Nice to be back. Nice to be back on special (laughs) assignment for sure. She's Aaron Everdam. I'm Steve Post. Thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Drydine, by DRF Racing Oils, and by Hercules Tires. We're always driving to dance lessons. So we signed up for Know Your Drive. We save money and get closer to her dancing dreams. The daring young man on the flying trapeze. Or maybe her singing dreams. Sign up for Know Your Drive and save up to 20%. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. Discount terms apply. Visit amfam.com slash knowyourdrive for details. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.